the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Well, a mega blessing to all of you and a wonderful Christmas and even possibly soon, hopefully for all of us, a happy and a blessed new year. And I say possibly just because we do not know the future. But what we know is that this season of celebrating Christmas is the only assurance we have of a Savior. And that's why today I wanted to share with you the meaning of Christmas. Oftentimes we hear about Christmas and we think of a tree or we think of presents or we think of ornaments or we think of shopping or we think of the business of the season and traveling and taking time off and all these things and all of that is wonderful. No doubt it's part of that joy that comes with celebrating this season, especially what we call the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, Christmas. But I speak to you as a believer, and I speak to you as someone maybe who does not know the Lord yet, but always wondered about why is this celebration so important? Now, many of you know, by the way, that I came from a Muslim background, and I never really celebrated Christmas as a Muslim. But at the same time, my understanding of Christmas as a Muslim was completely different than what I know today about Christmas and the meaning behind this powerful celebration. Obviously, as a Muslim or someone who did not believe in Christ, I didn't believe, actually, that Jesus came as a Savior. I always believed that Jesus came as a prophet, a human being. I never believed that that Jesus and his coming is the coming of God as the God incarnate coming in the flesh. I always believe that he is a created human being that came whenever God chose for him to come to deliver a message. While there are some shades of truth about coming at a specific time to share a specific message, sadly for me and for many of my Muslim friends and family and others, who come from other backgrounds and hold to other worldviews, you are missing out on some of the most important reasons for the season. And that's what I'm hoping to do today. If the time permits, I'll try to share, a lot, share with you a number of powerful reasons that give us a meaning for Christmas. However, if we could not share all of it, we can always come back later in the future and continue with a topic like this as it is so deep 
but I wanted to simplify it for all of you. Of course, this is your host, Al Fadi, and I am recording this uh, myself right now, not in our studios, but recording it as a special message for you as you have already uh, celebrated uh, the, uh, uh, I, I would say, celebrating uh, Christmas. And we have just had Christmas night as well. So why did you do that? Or why did your friends invite you today to celebrate it with them or maybe invite you today to go to church with them and watch the Christmas celebration in there? All that to say is that there is a number of things that we can glean from the scripture when it comes to that. The first reason why we should celebrate Christmas is that it is a reminder of a faithful covenant promise. What do I mean by that? This covenant promise was given to Adam and Eve right immediately after the fall. You see, Adam and Eve were in the garden, Garden of Eden, when God placed him there, first Adam, and then he made his wife for him, and specifically told him to eat freely from all the trees that he has provided from them, from all the blessings that they have in the garden. But from one specific tree, he told them not to eat from it. They violated that. They listened to Satan and the fall took place. But immediately, God, while he was cursing Satan and cursing the ground because of this, was given a glimpse of hope of a savior. We read about this in Genesis 3, verses 14 and 15, and listen to the word of God here. It says, because you have done this, cursed are you more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you will go, and dust you will eat all the days of your life. That's Satan being cursed, the servant. And I will put enmity between you, meaning you, Satan, and the woman, meaning Eve and her descendants, and between your seed and her seed, he shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. In fact, some translation correctly say he shall crush your head, and you will bruise his heel. Notice a promise of a seed in the masculine, a male, that will come from a woman, Thousands of years later, after this covenant promise was given, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ from a woman, the miraculous birth from a woman, took place, the virgin birth. This is amazing because this promise, this promise of hope for a savior, for salvation, was given immediately after the fall. Why is that crucial? Because of the second reason be chose the love of God for humanity. You see, God made us not to destroy us, not to just put us under judgment and a curse. God made us to bless us and give us eternal life. How do we know this? Well, the scripture is filled with that. The scripture tells us that God is love. But here in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, famous famous verse that probably many people have heard. Look what it says, for God so loved the world. Notice God loved all of humanity that he gave, literally offered as a sacrifice, his only begotten son, 
that whoever believes in him, notice the condition, whoever believes in him shall not perish. You see, God didn't create us to perish, but have eternal life. In verse 17, it says, for God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him and might be saved is important because you have a choice. You see, God doesn't force his salvation on you. God doesn't force you to take his presence of grace. This is the greatest Christmas present ever given to mankind. The giving of the Son of God to come and to die on the cross so that if you believe, you will be saved. You will not perish. You will have eternal life and you will not be condemned anymore. Another reason is faith. You see, this presence that God has given us, the birth of a Savior that we call Christmas, whether, by the way, you celebrated on the 25th of December, or if you celebrated on the um, in January, whatever the case might be, it's the meaning behind it that is important. It has to do with faith. You see, it is by faith that we are saved. By grace, that's the gift of God. By faith in that gift that we are saved, not by works. That's what Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 says. But look at the importance of faith. It is faith in God, in the Savior, that allows us to be called righteous. It is not our work. It is his work. Look how Abraham demonstrated that to us in Genesis 15, verses 4 to 6. The Lord was speaking to him. This is another covenant being made with him. And here is what the Lord told him. Then behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying. Now notice it's important here. It's the word of God that came to speak to him. This is Christ pre-incarnate, by the way. He says, this man, you see, Abraham heard a, a promise that he will have a descendant from his own the flesh and blood, and he was in disbelief because he was an old man at that time. So God, so he thought God is talking about his master servant in the house, in his own household, his manager, you know, of property manager, if you wish, because that was the custom of those days. But God says, no, this man, meaning your manager, your property manager, will not be your heir, but one who will come forth from your own body, from your own flesh and blood. He shall be your heir. And he took him outside and said, now look toward the heavens and count the stars if you are able to count them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Then he believed, Abraham believed in the Lord, in the promise of God, in the covenant, Abrahamic covenant here. And God reckoned it to him as righteousness. It is absolutely amazing how Abraham believed in this, even though he was like as good as dead. In fact, that's what the book of Hebrews says. He was as good as a dead person, yet life came out of him. You see, that's what happened. A seed is thrown in the, in the field and it's dead, yet it flourishes when it's watered and life comes out of that and trees are planted and will grow. That's what happened with Abraham. And the most important thing here is that we are all, spiritually speaking, descendants of Abraham. Can you count how many believers in the last 2,000 years? 
probably in the hundreds of millions, if not even in billions. Who would have thunk that this would happen? I don't think even Abraham would have imagined this. And I say Abraham because his name hasn't changed yet in Genesis 15 to Abraham, the father of nations. That's another amazing thing that God changed his name to show him that he will father nations. Now we go to another reason. Why should we celebrate Christmas? What is the most powerful meaning behind it? It is the belief in a way. Christmas is the coming of a savior who will pave the way for us. Just like John the Baptist came to pave the way for the coming of the Lord, his first coming as the wonderful news, he, the Lord himself, is paving the way for all of us as believers to follow him and make it to heaven back to the presence of God that we have lost because of the fall. John 14, 6 gives us a glimpse of that. Jesus is speaking and saying, Jesus said to him, to one of his disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. This is to all of us, by the way. Even though Jesus spoke it to his disciple, this is the promise to all of us. Jesus is the straight path to heaven. If you follow him, you are on track to make it. You will have life and you will hear the truth all the time. You will live the truth and you can be assured of that truth. And you have no hope of making it to heaven through any religion, any worship, anything whatsoever, except through Christ. What an amazing and powerful reasons indeed. Another reason why we should celebrate Christmas, why we should meditate deeper at the meaning behind it, is that it paved the way for us to communicate directly with God. The book of Hebrews says that we can approach the throne of grace with confidence. What is that? You see, in the past, we read about this in Leviticus 16, no one dared to enter into the symbolic holy of holies, the, the symbolic presence of the throne of God, where the glory of God dwelt in the temple. No one can dare to enter there except the high priest once a year at a specific time following specific ceremonies. But when Jesus died on the cross, that curtain the veil that separated the holy of holies from everything outside outside of it was torn from top to bottom and now you and i as believers in christ can enter into that throne of grace with confidence that nothing will befall us nothing will happen to us we will not be struck dead as a high priest could have if he did not follow the rules and the commands and the steps that needs to be taken but who opened that door for us christ that's why we are to celebrate his birth, his coming, his first coming, because we can pray and we can communicate with God and we can feel his presence. And we are in the throne room with confidence, feeling his love and his grace and his mercy. John 14, 13 and 15 to 15 gives us a glimpse of this. Look what Jesus says, whatever you ask in my name, whatever you ask in my authority, you have to be a believer, of course, in my authority, that I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then he proceeded to say in verse 15, if you love me, 
you will keep my commandments. You see, people think like just because, uh, oh, I'm a Christian and I pray and nothing I get answered. Well, do you love Jesus, loving him, living him, presenting him, representing him, and obeying and keeping his commandments? That's what loving him means. Yes, he will do miracles in your life. And just because you ask for something and it doesn't happen exactly the same way does not mean that God doesn't love you and doesn't want to give you what is even better. God always gives you what is better. He gives us what is best for us. Another reason for why we ought to celebrate Christmas is the fact that God became a man. You see, God in his nature is a spirit. God is never... Uh, uh, never had a, a human body or a flesh and blood, but he, because of his love, took on the form of a servant in the likeness of man, as we read in Philippians chapter 2, starting with verse 5. Look what John 1.14 says, and the word, meaning the word, in John 1, 1 says, in the beginning, the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That word, that person, that masculine person, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten one from the father, full of grace and truth. And you might say, well, gee, Jesus is not with us right now. Well, no, he is. You know why? Because in John 14, starting from verse 15, he says, And if you love me, I will ask the Father, and he will send you another comforter. So the Holy Spirit in us is equivalent to Jesus, and he represents him and glorifies him. So Jesus is with us. He is making his dwelling among us. So rest assured of that. And that's another reason why we are to celebrate. There is another reason that I want to share with you as well, is that this is the greatest gift to mankind, the greatest gift to mankind. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us, as we read in Romans 5, verse 8. So, brothers and sisters, in Christ, my friends who still do not know him, to those of you who are seeking after him, to those of you who are intrigued by Christmas, notice that Christ is always at the center of all of this. It's always about him, as it should. And that's why I wanted to share with you just a glimpse of many powerful reasons in the scripture. Of course, I could have spent hours, I can preach messages about this, but I chose today to celebrate this Christmas. As you are listening to this, you would have at least began your celebration maybe the night before, or maybe today you are going to celebrate, or maybe tomorrow you are going to have your actual celebration with family and friends. Whatever the case might be, whether you went to church last night, whether you're going to church today, whether you are going to church tomorrow, whether you started to do celebrations in the week before, whether you're going to do it today or you're going to do it tomorrow, rest assured that you are reflecting on one of the most powerful gifts given to mankind by a God 
who cares, a God who loves you, a God who did not hesitate for a second. While we are still sinners, we continue to sin to give us his son as a gift that if we believe in him, we will not perish but have eternal life. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you are enjoying uh, the blessings of God. I know that uh, this year has been filled with a lot of challenges. I know this year has a lot of, um, uh, you know, ups and downs for many, including myself or our ministries, inflation, um, higher prices. Maybe some of some of you were laid off because, sadly, because of what's going on in the economy. But rest assured, the God you worship, that's our Lord Jesus Christ, I'm speaking to you as believers, will provide for your need. But if you do not know him, this is the greatest opportunity for you to consider following him, believing in him, having faith in him. And let him show you the amazing miracles he can do for you in your life. But it has to do with loving him genuinely, following him genuinely. And loving him means to obey him genuinely. And then you will see how he will provide for you. Maybe not the way you wanted. Maybe not the way you expected. But I assure you, if you reflect back, you'll see the goodness of Christ in your life. I reflect back on everything that I've been through throughout the years. All of my years as a believer, it's been at least 21 years now. And I can tell you, I cannot think of a second that Christ let me down. I let him down many times and I probably will continue to let him down. But my Lord and my Savior never, ever let me down. He was always there for me. He always provided for me and my family. He always provided me with everything that I want and beyond. He gave me a beautiful family, a beautiful and faithful wife, beautiful children. And now, by the way, I received one of the greatest gifts for Christmas, a grand baby. Yes, I speak to you as a brand new grandfather, which I don't even know what to do with this, to be honest with you. I have no idea. I'm hoping that the Apple Store will have an app for me to learn how to handle this. I'm joking, of course. But all that to say, if I am so excited about the coming of my granddaughter, why wouldn't I be overwhelmed with excitement because of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ as we celebrate his, his birth and now we need to remember that his second coming is soon as well. But let us hurry and follow him now before he comes back as a judge. Amen. Well, thank you, everybody, by the way, for tuning in and for listening to this show. And thank you for all of you who are our faithful supporter, uh, those who have been following us for years. And I pray that many of you who are listening to us for the first time will consider also joining our support team and joining our team in general. You can always check out our work at our website, www.sirainternational.com. Sira, that is C as in Charlie, I, R as in Romeo, A as in Apple, international, one word, sirainternational.com. Better yet, I would love for you to go and also watch 
our videos at our YouTube channel, also called CIRA International. Subscribe to it, share the videos, and we encourage you to become also a supporter uh, online, if you like, through Patreon, and that is patreon.com forward slash CIRA International. And if you like to connect with me directly and know more about what we do, you can reach out to me through our email via the website, which is sierrainternational.com. Right there, you can connect with us, and I will personally respond to you, and we will cooperate and coordinate and do all kind of things. Again, thank you so much to all of you. This is Al-Fadi, and I hope that we can connect soon in person, and uh, I pray that God will bless this celebration for you, not only just Christmas, not only just New Year's, but every day of your life. We ask all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.